When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to another edition of the NBA Slate Starter Podcast. I'm Eric, joined alongside one of the best in the industry, Rin Pack, as we break down the nine-game Monday NBA DFS slate. Uh, it is jam-packed. We have so much to get to, but before I do, how you doing, Ryan? I'm doing well. It's Sunday night, coming off a wild week, 17 NFL uh, day, but more importantly, an exciting uh, news-filled NBA day where we could take advantage of Luca being ruled out. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing when you play the Sunday slates and people don't react to the news the way that they should. We had Jalen Brunson at a steep discount, which through one half is looking pretty darn good. Zach Levine uh, ended up getting the ownership, but he's a great pairing with all of those Mavericks you wanted to jam in. So should be fun. Hopefully we have a little profit to look forward to when we get off. But uh, let's just jump right into this. We generally go position by position, so we're just going to keep doing that as we go. Uh, it's a good way to do it. So sitting here over on DraftKings, we'll start over on DraftKings to appease all of our DraftKings people who feel like we don't love them, but we really, really do. I promise you. Uh, we will definitely go back and forth as much as we possibly can. But uh, but yeah, thank you for the feedback, and uh, we'll make sure we start up here on the top. A, a point guard, we have two questionable tags over on DraftKings sitting there at the top with James Harden and Luka Doncic. Uh, 11100 for Harden, 10300 We saw Harden get late scratched. We saw Luka get late scratched uh, today. And so this weekend, neither one really showed up. And if neither one play, that is going to be your number one source of value. Uh, I guess number one and number two in whichever order you want to go with. But Houston and Dallas, that entire game is going to be bonkers on Monday. So, Ryan, how are you looking at those two up at the top end? And uh, let's work our way down. I love them both. How could you not like them both at uh, at their prices and especially what their upside could be if they're both healthy and ready to go? Uh, especially Luca, 10-3 seems pretty cheap for Luca. He's still playing without Porzingis. We're going to be able to have that Luca price without Porzingis for a few more weeks. Carla, I was mentioning it soon, but uh, within a couple of weeks, I do expect Porzingis to be back. So we can take advantage of Luca at that price tag. Harden's played now a uh, played a game with um, the rest of the Houston team in the, the, uh, after they came off the COVID protocols in Wall and Bogey, and uh, he still put up his uh, numbers. So. With those two back, John Wall looks phenomenal, looks healthy. He has that same energy. He's still going 120 miles per hour on that fast (laughs) break. So it was exciting to see John Wall healthy. When John Wall's healthy, he's obviously an all-NBA player, as he was before he tore his Achilles and his ACL. But he's healthy, and that Houston team 
looked good even without Harden the other night against Sacramento. Yeah, you had Wall and Wood. I mean, that's got to be pretty enticing for James Harden to maybe stay put just for a little bit and see how it goes. Maybe he's not rushing out of Houston the way he was about two weeks ago. So uh, that's going to be a fun one, though. Hopefully hopefully we get both of those. Otherwise, it's going to turn into a just a game stack as as your as your main uh, thing that you're fading on the on the slate. And so uh, so that'd be pretty freaky at that point. So I'm I'm strongly hoping that they both play. Uh, But let's work our way down here. Trey Young is at 9,800. That price tag just doesn't change, and the production's not there. You have Bogdan Bogdanovich, who has a 19% usage rating, get, and and I could only see room for that to go up from here, uh, especially as Danilo Gallinari is going to be sitting out. So 9,800 seems expensive. 9,300 for Steph Curry. That price tag is still looking pretty darn nice, too. What are some of these other top value guys that you're looking at uh, at point guard on, on DraftKings, or if you want to jump over to FanDuel, too? I, I still think Curry has a higher upside than Trey Young. I like that uh, Curry's cheaper than Trey Young. But defenses are just honing in on Curry so far. Even uh, with Wiggins and Ubre, they just haven't been. Uh, like Ubre continues to put up bricks from the three point line. And I was hoping that when uh, Draymond comes back, Curry's going to improve. Obviously, Draymond's still going to be limited with his conditioning, according to Steve Kerr. I like. I'm going to like Curry uh, with not Draymond back. Historically, Curry has always performed better with Dr- when Draymond's on the court with him. So I, I do think Curry's going to have that ceiling. Boom, I, nine three-pointer games, 60 fantasy point games sooner than later. And why not against the Kings? Especially uh, in the preseason, and Curry went off against the Kings in one of the preseason matchups. I'm going to like Steph Curry quite a bit. Granted, it is a back-to-back, so I'm going to have to keep an eye on that. But I do expect Curry to play. As um, I, uh, Curry's ready to go, no such conditioning issues with him. Uh, but Draymond, on the other hand, uh, might be still facing some conditioning issues, so he might miss tomorrow. But Curry at that price tag is great. Trey Young's just like his, um, he's not a different offense with the additions of Bogdanovich. Uh, well, Gallinari's hurt now, but the improvements in DeAndre Hunter's game and Cam Reddish's game, it's letting Trey Young to be more of a facilitator than just being a pure outscorer. So, I can see why he's been struggling. Obviously, he was putting up some massive, massive fantasy games last year, but I expect that to happen a lot less this year. I think there will be good matchups to attack him, but uh, I'm going to Curry to uh, Trey Young. I'm going to like Curry. Yeah, big time. Uh, same boat, same same take there. Uh, I'm also curious, uh, from a full... F- from a full slate perspective, it's going to be interesting to see the big gap between 5 p.m. and 7 p.m. to be able to kind of make your late swaps and your pivots that you need to to specifically fit into that game. There's so many pieces other than Steph Curry uh, that are going to be kind of in that mid-range. So I'm going to try to find a lot of like lower-owned options as we're going down the line from that game specifically. But otherwise, every other game on the slate, uh, eight of the eight of the nine are between four and five o'clock on the West Coast or uh, eight and nine on the on the East Coast for a lock time. So. Uh, that's going to be a fun, fun game to keep track of. So don't count your uh, don't count your winnings too soon before that game gets going. Uh, looking down here in the lower edge, George Hill's a guy that just keeps kind of putting up production. He's only he's getting capped right underneath thirty minutes, um, but thirty one point seven five DraftKings points last time out. Uh, he's playing alongside uh, Shea pretty darn well. 
and and somebody that can maybe spike an upside still at 4,900. Uh, I don't love it. It was a lot more fun to play him down below 4K, um, but still somebody that I could see being very, uh, I hate the word cashy because uh, I don't play a whole lot of cash. I'm more of a GPP guy specifically, but uh, somebody that definitely I think has a safe built-in floor on OKC where there's just a lot of production that can go around there. Uh, is there anybody else bargain-wise uh, Dante Axum is a guy who's been starting for Cleveland. Uh, is there anybody else cheap that you're kind of got your eye on? I like another Cleveland guard, uh, Darius Garland, coming in at 5.9K. I, I, I like that price tag quite a bit. Uh, I like Brogdon uh, in, against New Orleans. Um, Brogdon's been pretty impressive. He put, uh, played phenomenal against the Knicks last time out. Um, I like both I like both prices on FanDuel and DraftKings for him. Um, other potential value to look at FanDuel as well. Uh, to keep an eye on the Fournier news, Carter Williams is 3.7K over there. And Alfred Payton comes in at 5,300 on FanDuel. Those are some nice prices. But um, going back to your George Hill um, insight and uh, take there, it's going to be tough for me to sacrifice one of those guard spots when we got options like Curry, Luca, Trey Young, and Harden, SGA, all um, – players who have a much greater, greater ceiling than George Hill. But I, I do understand George Hill might open things up for you to get another stud in another position, which is a completely viable roster build. Yep. I love that. Yeah. I, I think for me too, it's, it's a little bit too expensive looking up there above 4k. You kind of want to be stars and scrubsy on a, on a nine game slate. There's just so many spots where guys can get there in that seven, eight, nine K range. And to sacrifice any spot like that, it's, it's difficult to make that up. Uh, rather than uh, we're going to have value that emerges as news comes in throughout the day. So uh, going going cheaper for your value, going up and spending up for the studs, definitely going to be a preferred build on a larger slate. So uh, let's move ourselves on over to shooting guard. Let's start over on FanDuel here. So James Harden sitting there at 11-4. He's the most expensive on, at the position by 3,400. So a uh, big jump up to him. Uh, and then you've got Shea Gilgis-Alexander sitting there at 8K against Miami. Not a great matchup, but uh, but something where uh, he's he's still the guy in Oklahoma City. He's still going to get all of the usage. We haven't seen that big game. We kind of I think everybody's been expecting for the last week, uh, and that price tag's just kind of still sitting there, super enticing. So hard for me to get away from there at shooting guard. Uh, Fred Van Vliet has put up some big lines of late as Pascal Siakam is continuing to struggle. So uh, what are you thinking about up on this upper range of shooting guard? Uh, switching on FanDuel, tough not to uh, like Harden and SGA um, in the upper tier. Also, like, it, especially tomorrow, you could consider Jimmy Butler at 7700 Now that price tag is below 8, 8K. Um, another uh, value option where you can save some money potentially is in markets, Marcus Smart at 5.7K. Obviously, Marcus Smart is not the most consistent player in terms of, like, fantasy uh, games, but a phenomenal basketball player. Uh, but he could potentially rack up those steals where it's very favorable on FanDuel and 5,700. I like that Marcus Smart price tag the way things stand right now. On, on to the DraftKings side of things, I wouldn't mind Fournier if he's going to play. Uh, keep an eye on that uh, situation for Evan Fournier. Also, I think we can definitely consider uh, Victor Oladipo uh, coming in at 7K. Granted, this is not all-star Oladipo just yet, but he's showing signs of it. And he did take 16 shots last game. I do like it when Oladipo is aggressive like that. That means the uh, ceiling is going to get uh, gonna be much higher. Granted, he only did go, I believe, 3 of 16 against the Knicks. So 
I expect that shooting efficiency to do better, and therefore that fantasy out, uh, fantasy outings are going to be much better going forward as well. But my favorite uh, play right now on Fanduel, just according to price, might be just Buddy Hield at fifty eight hundred. Mm-hmm. I like that price tag for Buddy quite a bit. Um, what's your uh, Buddy Hield? Um, how do you feel about Buddy Hield at fifty eight hundred, especially on Fanduel? I, I like fifty eight hundred there. Fifty one hundred for Eric Bledsoe. Uh, we we finally saw him start to put it together again uh, after after kind of he he spiked a little bit of an upside uh, that first game of the season, but then has kind of been floundering for the last four. Uh, we saw the big game against Toronto. Uh, went four for six from three, so uh, he can spike up a little bit of that shooting upside. But the big thing for me was seeing ten assists. Uh, he kind of took a little bit over, took over some of the assist rate from from Lonzo Ball. He's been involved and he looks great on the offensive end. So fifty one hundred for him on Fanduel is is very enticing and intriguing. He gets the Oladipo defense, but I, I try not to factor in too much DVP in these spots and. Um, uh, but Buddy Heald in general, 5,700 in Golden State in that night hammer. Uh, it's hard to not like every piece of that game. Uh, Buddy Heald is just eating up the usage. And, and I like him even uh, as a little bit of a contrarian stance. 6,800 seems like a big number over on DraftKings, but he can get on top of that by getting hot from three. And you get a little bit of that perk, that little bit of that bonus uh, from three-point range on DraftKings. So I I like that call a lot. That, that feels nice. Uh, anything super cheap that you're looking at? Are we looking down uh, underneath 4K anywhere? Uh, Austin Rivers is entering the rotation for, for New York, but he's not really seeing any minutes into the 20s, and now uh, you have quickly coming back. Uh, is there anybody else that you're looking at down there? I think uh, especially the um, way, uh, way things stand right now, value is pretty scarce. Uh, I wouldn't mind taking a shot uh, with Aaron Holiday, 3500 That's going to open things up for you. So I like that Aaron Holiday price tag at 3500 um, quite a bit, but outside of that, like you said, I I agree with you. I like that Buddy Heald price tag at sixty eight hundred on uh, DK as well. So I do expect him to be um, garnered quite a bit of ownership along along with that, just because I uh, Buddy Heald showed a great upside against Houston the other night, a couple nights ago, and I, I feel like Buddy's going to get in his groove, and we're, we won't be seeing him below seven K for for some time after this after these prices. So. Better to jump on this discounted Buddy Hill price for, uh, before it goes up. That's a flag plant play from Rinpack. It's hard to it's hard to beat those. So uh, I think I'm gonna manually bump up my exposure no matter what now tomorrow. It it worked out well on TLC, so I'm hoping to run it back. But anyway, before we uh, before we get to small forward, I just want to tell you a little bit about Awesomeos promo code we have going right now. If you sign up, uh, twenty dollars gets you twenty one days of Awesomeo Plus for just twenty dollars. Uh, I said $20 twice. That's fantastic. I'm going to get better at these promos as we go, I promise. But uh, use the promo code 2021. You can sign up. Get 21 days of Awesome Plus. You get the entire deal. You get the entire shebang. We have NHL coming. Uh, MMA is going to get rocking here again soon. Uh, so many sports, so many analysts, so much great, great information and projections behind the paywall. Uh, take advantage and, and jump in now. Uh, let's get over to small forward. Uh, so sitting up here at the top end of the range on FanDuel, you have Jalen Brown, who's been playing absolutely out of his mind slash over his head slash I'm not really sure what's going on other than he's fantastic at basketball this year. And the absence of Gordon Hayward in that lineup is 
opening up a little bit more work for him. And and we're seeing him take a little bit of a jump in his game. But now that that price tag's moved up to 8,500 and uh, him and Tatum are basically taking turns going off. It would be nice to see them both go off together at some point. But uh, my boy, uh, Brandon Ingram, sitting there at 8,400, uh, did me well yesterday, so so I'm still feeling pretty good to finally be on the right side of that rather than him getting ejected for random reasons that I don't understand. Uh, Tobias Harris at 8K just spiked up a massive upside the other day. Small forward is actually a position I don't completely hate, and we don't have anybody over 9K on FanDuel to pay up for. And over on DraftKings, you're looking at a situation where you have Ben Simmons at 9,100, but uh, it might be a tough spot to get up to because there, there are some other studs that I prefer. Uh, Tatum, 8,600 is a beautiful price tag, and I expect him to be popular. What are you looking at on both sides at the small forward position? Yeah, so Ben Simmons did uh, just pick up a triple-double the other night. So Simmons at that price tag, obviously, he really showed that upside. I don't mind that uh, you know, price tag for Simmons, especially – if that ownership's going to be low, as it was the other night uh, for Ben Simmons. Tobias Harris has been on a decent heater of late, so and his price tag is reflecting that as it's gone up a little bit. I don't mind either of those Sixers players um, as the offense goes through Simmons, Harris, and Embiid for the majority of it. Seth Curry has been a great addition there as well. Other small forward options on FanDuel. Um, Brandon Ingram sticks out quite a bit, $8,400. I like that as he could easily be the highest scoring small forward. I'm going to be willing to take his chances at 5,200. Uh, that shot's going to, going to start falling, unless if he has the yips, which I which I hope he doesn't. So, uh, me too. Like Uber. Oh, it's so tough to watch, man. You just Have you ever watched a guy play basketball where you knew it wasn't going in every time he put it up? Like it's I've never felt anything like this before. It's like Draymond back in his... Uh, "Quote unquote prime when uh, when it was the backpack shooting where you just knew it wasn't going in. But anyway, I keep going. <laughs> and Uber is a confident player and mm-hmm. plays with a ton of swagger. So I I hope that shot comes around for him. It's going to be good for him and the Warriors. So other options you can consider: RJ Barrett, sixty one hundred on Fanduel. Um, definitely uh, is getting it up to shot volume, and you're going to like shot volume at sixty one hundred, especially on Fanduel. It's tough to find any uh, value that excites me right now, so it's going to be important to monitor that new situation. Uh, before uh, I jump over to the drafting sites, a couple of super draft guard um, options I wanted to mention to you guys was Garland's a 1.7x multiplier. Steph Curry comes in at 1.2x. Markel Fultz is at a 1.55. Uh, LaMelo Ball is at 1.75. I believe Shea Gilgis-Alexander is 1.45. Those were some multipliers that stood up on Superdraft, I wanted to mention to that um, for you guys. Make sure to check out Superdraft. It's a fun site to play on. Other sites um, on uh, DK, I'm going to con- definitely consider Tatum at that price tag. I like Tatum a uh, decent amount. Definitely struggled um, the other night against Detroit in the first half of the back-to-back against Detroit. Uh, and then um, I like uh, other options to consider on FanDuel. Fournier as well. Um, okay. Keep an eye on that injury situation. Yeah, I like him a lot there in that in that range too. Uh, Eric Gordon, again, this is a lot of these plays that I'm thinking of right now are dependent on the Doncic news, dependent on the Harden news, but Eric Gordon, 5,300 is, is still a fantastic, a little bit of a discount down from wall, down from wood to be able to get some, some Rockets exposure. So I don't mind him at small forward where you can kind of mix up uh, mix up your your builds by going to somebody like somebody like him rather than playing the the top tier guys. 
But anybody else you really want to make note of? We can move on. Yeah, that's where I stand right now. Make sure to watch all the Osmo.com programming as they'll cover um, cover game by game in supreme detail in the deeper dive article and the strategy show. So make sure to check that out. Yeah, we're we're setting the table. They they give you the food, so we're we're just kind of getting going for you. So yeah, be sure to pay attention to news because a slate like tomorrow, there is going to be a lot of it. So so hopefully you get some more value that kind of emerges. Uh, sitting up at the top of power forward, let's start over on DraftKings. So uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, ten uh, eight, somebody that I continually just try to make room for because if he if Milwaukee quits blowing everybody out or you know the one night they got blown out by the Knicks uh which made no sense by the way but Giannis is somebody that just 1.85 DraftKings points per minute uh is is going rate that's a pretty good rate for a guy if he can get 35 minutes at some point and I don't think it's necessarily Budenholzer that's holding him back but more so these games that have kind of gotten out of control for them over the last couple of years so I look forward to to trying to jam in all the Giannis that I possibly can on DraftKings at 10-8 uh Sabonis 9500 is a big tag but he's been worth it uh in a lot of spots so far this year year uh new orleans that game should be moving up and down uh i feel pretty darn good about sabonis too not not my favorite play over there on on FanDuel 9200 uh kind of gives you a little bit of a different build as well so i could i could see going to that as well but talk to me a little bit about these top power forwards for you yeah how can you not like Giannis, especially below eleven thousand dollars a pretty cake matchup against detroit so i like Giannis. um i completely agree with you Whenever you can uh, get Giannis below 11K, it's going to be pretty exciting. But there's going to be decision points to be made across the other studs. Definitely going to be interested and see what the field is going to uh, go in terms of ownership-wise if Luca, Harden, and Giannis are all active and healthy and ready to, ready to go. Sabonis and Brogdon is one of the most underrated pick-and-roll duos in the league, and Sabonis is pretty much taking the game to another level. I know it's been one week. Um, we obviously missed out him, uh, missed out on him in the bubble, but he's come back and he's been aggressive and he's playing great. Ninety five hundred dollars maybe does sound expensive for Demontis Sabonis, but he's been paying it off, and I, I think he can pay this off against New Orleans. I like Zion Williamson seventy nine hundred. I know he hasn't um, been kind to us the last couple of times out, especially uh, he the other one of the nights I believe New Year's Eve night he only played. Um, 12 like first half minutes, minutes so. or something total. Yeah. yeah. It was a weird, it was a weird situation. I hope that's uh I hope that's a one-time thing. Cause Zion at 7,900. I like that price tag. Other power forward options that uh, I'm definitely going to consider is just Julius Randall. Um, he's just being ultra aggressive in New York. Thibodeau's kind of given him the keys to run the offense over there. I like Randall and uh, someone who I've been chasing and he hasn't worked out for me uh, too much is Marvin Bagley. Marvin Bagley is below 5K on FanDuel at $4,800. There's going to be a game where Bagley is going to get going, and why not against the uh, Wolfful Warriors? Kind of sounds uh, sad uh, that I'm saying. Some nice alliteration for you all. Yeah, enjoy that. I like the Wolfful Warriors. We'll take that with. Unless Steph starts popping some 65-point upside, which I don't know what he's in the middle of right now, but – but I, I hope the Warriors start picking it up a little bit. It's more fun to hate them when they're actually semi-decent rather than you know, 
awful like they are at the moment. So uh, working our way down in that mid-range, Jerrion Grant is up to 6,900 on DraftKings. Uh, no, thank you, even though he is getting, you know, 16, 24, 21 shots his last three games. Uh, just hard to pay that tag there at a, at a pretty strong position where I can play on DraftKings. You've got... Uh, everybody you could imagine in that mid-range. Pascal Siakam at 7,700. It's pretty jarring to see that number after he he came out of the gate pretty hot uh, the first game or two. Haven't been on him lately, thank God, but uh, do you see anything wrong with Siakam that could uh, basically lead you to maybe think that he's just in a slump where he can kind of pay off a 7,700 tag soon? Well, clearly Nick Nurse did as he... uh... Gave him the disciplinary uh, suspension the other night. I expect Siakam to bounce back. He's too talented of a player. Um, he'll be. I think he'll be fine in the long run. But I think maybe he's just going through like a funk. Um, all right, I think maybe we can take advantage of that. Uh, going back to your Jeremy Grant take, if um, Detroit's on a back to back, if Blake Griffin's out, I don't mind paying up uh, sixty eight hundred for Jeremy Grant. If I think even if you box curl um, watch, I think he's put up a couple fifty point fantasy outings so if he can give you 50 points uh fantasy points again at 6800 why not so i don't mind jeremy grant at 6800 i know it sounds expensive for a player like jeremy grant but it's a different role he's kind of playing an alpha dog role in detroit now uh so maybe we can look there in kind of being contrarian uh other options um going back to what you said definitely keep an eye on um the news in Detroit, if uh, Blake were to be ruled out, that might just open up some things again, like Sadiq Bay and whatnot. So there's uh, definitely some options to uh, take advantage of if there's some injuries uh, or some load management that occurs um, around the association. Yeah, I love that. Uh, again, we're doing this on Sunday night. Uh, the slate's a long, long ways away. So Continually keep updated, refresh ownership projections on Osmo, and and stay stay tuned to a lot of the live before lock and the the deeper dive because they will they will be updating as it comes in. I promise you. And uh, uh, make sure that you're checking out the news god who just keeps us all in check. So uh, before we get over to center, I just want to say uh, now let's just go over to center first. Let's do that. Uh, but we'll get to the listener league at the very end. But uh, the center position over on FanDuel, Joel Embiid sitting at 9,900 against Charlotte uh, and Bismack Biombo. That seems like a pretty good spot to to be investing in Joel Embiid, especially if you see any kind of a reduced ownership. Now, the thing I've been looking forward to asking you about the entire the entire uh, last couple hours, I acted as though we had been talking the entire day, uh, as if we didn't have uh, torturous NFL lineups that we were worried about. But uh, Andre Drummond. What happened with Andre Drummond where JaVale McGee outpaced him in minutes without having foul trouble? Uh, that was something that uh, caught my eye the other night, and I couldn't really process what was going on with that. Uh, could you give me any insight into that? Uh, do you know anything? What's going on in that situation? And is Andre Drummond just a stay away if he's going to be remotely popular? So the match against Atlanta last time, I was watching it, and Drummond picked up a technical foul. I think him and... Collins got into it a little bit. And uh, J.B. Bickerstaff immediately sat Drummond down. And that kind of limited his uh, limited his ceiling that night against Atlanta in a great matchup. So I'm going to be um, willing to go back to Drummond. I, there's no Kevin Love there. The rebounds for, are all for Drummond to um, gobble up and whatnot. 
He's always a pretty much safe double double lock, which is great on DraftKings. You get that double double bonus, and everything else on top of that is just Drummond doing Drummond things. He's arguably the best rebounder in the league, and I, I think Drummond will bounce back, and I think he'll be more of a 10K player uh, more nights than not. And it's going to go up as long as Kevin Love is not playing, um, as long as Kevin Love is sidelined. Other center options, I love Joel Embiid, 9, 9.9. Obviously, he can easily put up and his ceilings are always 70 fantasy point upside, especially against Charlotte. I don't expect Bismarck Biombo to slow him down by any means. I like Vucevic um, as a kind of pivot off of those two. $8,300 Vucevic stands out to me. I have no issues with uh, that price tag um, whatsoever. And especially on center on DraftKings, you could get different and play Giannis on center over there, which is kind of exciting, especially uh, can you know, definitely let you use the forward position on other players like Julius Randle, Zion and whatnot. Yeah, there's a little bit of a price build. discount. Yeah, there's a little bit of a price discount from those top centers down to that 7, 8K range of power forward that can give you a similar upside. And so you can plug them in, maybe save some salary, and then still get that 70-point ceiling from Giannis in a spot. So I love that take. Uh, keep going. Yeah, and other options that I think that are standing out is Mitchell Robinson uh, and Wiseman. Uh, Robinson did a good job of not uh, – getting into foul trouble against the, um, the Pacers our last time out. So if you can continue that, you can pay that off. He had just missed out on a double-double, and he was, I believe, he put up 14-9 to nine with a few blocks. So that's going to be exciting anytime When Mitchell Robinson stays out of uh, foul trouble, he can definitely smash that price tag. Other super draft options that st- uh, stuck out to me, Plumlee at 1.95 multiplier, Randall at 1.25 multiplier, and Middleton at a 1.3 multi- multiplier in the forward and center positions. Outside of that, I mean, the center is always tough to uh, spend down on. Is there any value center that you, sticks out to you, Eric? Anyone that you like in terms of maybe potentially wanting to get a little cute with the lineup? You know, I'm I'm sad because I had a lot of DeMarcus Cousins exposure in best ball, and the minutes aren't just going to be there. So 4,700, he's just completely out of play, even with Harden out. Uh, you got to be able to admit your mistakes, too, when you, when you have takes on certain guys that uh, – that it doesn't necessarily always pan out. But uh, if I were to ever see the minutes start to trend into the 2022-minute range, he's somebody that can spike an upside just by going nuts. He shoots threes. He does all the things that you want. And he looked decent enough in the preseason for me to want to be invested, but not tomorrow, uh, not on such a big slate, not at a position that you kind of have to get right. Uh, Nerlens Noel is somebody that I, I, again, this is like your 1%. If you're trying to get different on a nine-game slate and you're thinking about somebody... Nerlens Noel is somebody that I always fired up in OKC because he's a high point per minute guy. Uh, if Mitchell Robinson were to somehow get into foul trouble there early, uh, but the problem is you have Randall there too that can eat up some of those minutes. And so uh, Noel is just, I, I try to identify a couple of guys who I know to be uh, high point per minute guys that they could possibly spike an upside if they saw any kind of an increased role. But uh, 3,600 over on, on DraftKings. That's still probably not completely in play for me, but it's really hard to find a guy uh, that's going to be legitimately 1% on a slate that, that could possibly put up 30, 35 at that price tag. So he hasn't he hasn't done it yet, but uh, somebody that I'm kind of keeping uh, keeping my eye on still as, as we're going down the line here. Uh, Portis, uh, Bobby Portis is somebody that I saw kind of be pretty popular. You finally got those 20, 25 minutes of run. Uh, speaking of the Knicks, they, they've they had like 80 power forwards in the past. But now Bobby Portis with Milwaukee uh, kind of sits in a great spot where 
Uh, if he gets any kind of extended run, we've seen him spike upsides where he just kind of gets the garbage time run and can run with it. So I don't mind him as leverage up against Giannis and paying down to, to Bobby Portis and, and changing my lineup construction that way. So uh, what do you think about, let's let's focus on Bobby Portis. Just never mind my, my other take on Noel. Uh, any interest I, I, in Bobby Portis? I have no issues with Noel. I think Noel still has power forward eligibility on FanDuel. And he could be an option to save uh, save down there and potentially give you an option to spend up for Giannis and Brandon Ingram and Harden and Luca. So Noel is in a very interesting play just because we know um, the tendencies with Mitchell Robinson to picking up fouls. And if Robinson were to pick up um, three first quarter fouls, there's Noel's on a pathway to play 20 plus minutes. And when Noel plays 20 plus minutes, he usually does produce and pay off while his his very minimal price tag. Bobby Portis is obviously very intriguing in the sense he's blowout proof, but I think that price is a little too much for my liking. And he's playing Detroit. He, maybe uh, Milwaukee blows out Detroit and Portis uh, picks up all the blowout run there and can pick up the usage uh, playing along with the second and third unit uh, for Milwaukee. Yeah, that's that's, that's the, kind of my that's... thinking with that in general is is that if you see the blowout, and again, I, I don't want to get in a habit of trying to predict too many blowouts, but if you were to see Giannis fail in that spot, you could see Bobby Portis exceed expectations. And so it's a direct leverage off the game in general. Yeah, and that, that makes for a definitely an interesting option. I don't mind it at all, but I, I think uh, – maybe would rather take a chance at Noel just because you can save a few extra dollars. And especially with some intriguing studs on the slate, you're going to need every single dollar to get all the studs you like. Awesome. Well, with that, I, I can't, uh, I, I, I got to leave on that one because I, I called out a 1% guy you agreed with. So I'm, I'm pretty happy about my work here today. So, and if you liked, if you liked Rin Pack and I's work today, can you please just go down to the bottom bar, click subscribe, hit the notification bell, uh, and make sure that you check into all of our YouTube content as we're, uh, continually firing it up here for NBA. We're, we're only getting started and it's only going to get better and better from here. So, uh, that's today's NBA slate starter. Oh, and the listener leak, uh, before I do anything else, the link for that will be down below on the bar. Uh, we're going to have a 40 max, uh, $2 entry fee, and, uh, we're going to run it back. I gave out some shout outs on Twitter, but, uh, anywho, we're, we're going to fire that up, uh, for tomorrow, but that's going to be all from us for today for Rimpack for me. Uh, catch you later. 